This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Show, so yesterday we know the outcome. We, we uh, showed you a lot of the uh, live action of uh, Boehner becoming uh, or continuing to to be Speaker of the House. They uh, reelected him yesterday. Uh, 25 people, though. It was a historic vote because 25 people defected. That hasn't happened uh, in that percentage since the Civil War. That's pretty good. It's amazing. I mean, you look pretty back. Good. I had only seen it since the beginning of the century, I didn't, I, I, or maybe it was even the 30s or 40s. But going back a long time, the only person really long time I had seen the only people Nancy Pelosi got, I think maybe 20 votes against her in one of her reelections, and Newt Gingrich had 10. But I mean, most people, hmm. you look back at most elections, it's just 100 percent. Yeah, everyone just votes for the person, and that's yeah. it. I think last time against Boehner, it was 12. Is that right? Do we have that right? And so it's, you know, this is double more yeah. than that, double that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so immediately he exacts his revenge against a couple of the people, uh, Daniel Webster and um, Richard Nugent, uh, both lost their spots on the prestigious rules uh, committee. So already the uh, retribution has begun. And we talked about another congressman who had his, he had sponsored the Low Radiation <laughs> Act or something, and they had taken Took away his, name his sponsorship. Off <laughs> I don't even what know why you do that. Petty idiots. Yeah, it's the guy's bill, and, and then Boehner said, "No, it's not your bill anymore." Well, now that's not a, doesn't sound like a big deal to you and me because we don't write bills, um, but to to a congressman who that means a lot to, I'm sure that is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, and, and obviously, you know, that's the way Washington works. I'm I, I'm surprised at the audacity, though. I mean, I am too. I, it's. I guess I'm not surprised, but it's amazing when you think about it. Let's think about politics for a second, not as a this game where people get revenge on each other, but for a second, think about it as your country being run. I know it's a mm-hmm. crazy thing to do these days. These two men were put into these roles because they were supposedly the best people available for the jobs. Okay, You put the person into the role because you think they can handle the role very well. They vote against you. The next day, you remove them from those roles. Did they all of a sudden become bad at coming up with rules on the rules committee? Or is it you exacting revenge? Obviously, it's revenge. But I'm surprised how obvious they made it. I am, too. It's one thing to, you know, three months down the road have a... a Because we would have all forgotten by then. Right. But he's so incensed, he couldn't even wait. Yeah. And it it looks like his allies are saying, "Eh, watch for more of this because... Uh, several of these guys voted against him. Uh, Scott Rogel just got a spot on the Appropriations Committee. They think that might be taken away. He voted for Webster. Uh, also, um, 
Mark Meadows had apparently gotten into the good graces of Boehner, and then he turned his back on him in favor of Webster. And then he's a particularly pissed off at Marlon Stutzman from Indiana, who had a dinner Monday night at which the uprising was discussed. And so, oh my gosh, you talked about voting against me? Mm -hmm. So... And there's, he did wind up voting against. And he did wind up doing that. So it looks like there's further reprisals it's, on the way. It's interesting. To show you how bad the people running your country are, the same article, this is from Politico, by the way, the same article discusses there was a big um, um, movement to try to get Boehner to exact revenge because the people, the establishment types, were saying, we're sick of you allowing yourself to be walked over all the time. Saying uh, that to Boehner. Like, Boehner what? is, he's just too laid back. And he oh, just, so man. the people, the other establishment people were actually mm. pushing Boehner to punish people. That's how bad these, this group of individuals are. Yeah. You would not hire them to do anything at your home. Yeah. You, would not hi you would not want them serving your food. That's true. You would not want them fixing your You don't your want them car. around your family? No, you certainly wouldn't want them around your family. We see that from no. Joe Biden. Right. Uh, oh, jeez. Joe Biden. <laughs> this is great video. And the audio's okay. The video makes it absolutely creeptastic. <laughs> this is the creepiest stuff. Now, last year this happened, too. It yeah. happens every time yeah. the, the new Senate is sworn in and he has the photo day with the families of the, uh, the new senators coming in and, and the old ones as well. I, or I think it's everybody who's either been elected or reelected. Is that how that works? So he spends the day doing photos with them and their families or whoever they bring in with him. Um, so let's take a look at uh, some of these from yesterday, including Biden with the family of uh, the, his fellow Delaware uh, senator. And I, I, nobody knows exactly what he was saying to the senator's daughter, but she didn't want anything to do with the guy. No, I don't really know if he, creeped out. If he had bad breath or if she hates him or if he was saying something creepy. I, I don't know what the deal is, uh, but t take a look. We, we have that, right? Let's, uh, let's take a look at this. <laughs> Hi, Caroline O'Neill. I'm Gene Oh, this is the, uh, <laughs> hang on one second. Stop it for a second because this is, this is obviously, go back to the very beginning of this. This is the Lindsey Graham incident. So Graham comes in. He, he's not married with children, so he's, he brings in his campaign staff. And uh, watch, what, watch what Biden does immediately. Hi, Caroline O'Neill. I'm Gene Finnegan's son. Get over here. Pulls her over. I knew this would happen. I'll tell you what, man. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I know you're not stupid. Okay. Man, okay. what a great family. Come on. I like kids better than people. So kids are what a handsome child. Nice to see you. All right. Uh, how are you, Kim? Good to see you. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hope you have a big fence around the house. What? Very bizarre. It's, I'm just getting late, man. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, here we go. Back it away. away. Pulling away. Pulling away. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, nice to see you guys. We'll see you back home, I hope. Okay? Oh, that's painful, man. That is... Oof. Wow. Wow, that's painful. First of all... 
You got him pulling uh, Caroline right next to him because Caroline's attractive. And Lindsey Graham says, I knew that would happen. And he says, yeah, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I'm going to have the hot chick next to me. I mean, Lindsay, that, uh, And Lindsey goes, hey, you're not stupid. Uh, uh, creepy. And then with the little girl at the end, I, I don't know what he's saying to her. She hates it. She absolutely hates it. And then he kisses her on the head. He's, as she's pulling away, leave me alone. Yeah, she wants and he no never gets the that. hint. She wants no part of that. Crazy stuff. Weird. He's just, you know. He's icky. Like, and by the way, that is the charm of Joe Biden yep. that people supposedly like. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's very grabby. He's handsy, as people have said. Mm -hmm. he, he likes to get in your personal space. He thinks he's funnier than he is. He's constantly making jokes. He's forgetting names. That's Joe being Joe. That's the thing they always talk about as positive with this guy. Democrats love Progressives love it. They love. Progressives love when older men touch young girls. They love it, as we see there. So maybe a broad generalization. <laughs> but it seems funny. It does. It is. However, it's, it's almost too creepy to be... Really funny because it's kind of true. He's he seems to. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if that's what he does on camera, you have to wonder what goes on behind the scenes. I don't even know what he meant by "I hope you have a fence around your house." What does what does that mean? That's because, really pretty. Keep people out. Because Joe will be busting into Wait, the house, yeah. going after the children. Keep people out of the yard. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Joe. I'm sure um, that's what he means. I'm coming to keep your the house. Boys. Yeah, I keep mean, the boys away. You don't have an electrified fence. Yeah, I'm busting away. into the house and I'm oh, taking wow. your children from you. Yep. That is weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is really weird. He is a just a strange bird. He now. is a weird guy. Oh. He's a weird, creepy, stupid, icky. Buffoon. And let's be honest, Lindsey Graham is too. Uh, he yes. is. He is just as bad. He's a Republican. He's just as bad. This. Did you see this picture? He gave Joni Ernst a hog castration device. Now I get she made this line early on in the campaign. Nice. One of the reasons she won, she said, you know, one of her commercials said she castrated hogs. First of all, when you actually see the device, and it really makes you wince a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, really. This is what they do. Uh, Lindsey Graham, who's a terrible senator, who most likely will be running for president, it certainly seems that way, is trying to win over a new senator on her first day who's much more conservative than he is. But if he's friendly to her and he plays the game, maybe she'll come on board. Look, ah, oh, he gave me that nice present and blah, blah, blah. It says, uh, what does it say? Uh, make him squeal, Joni, the bottom of it. Just... Creep again. <laughs> again, creepy. these people. There's are a creep people. factor there that's really high. There's no one in this group you'd want to be hanging out with. Okay, like I, no. again, I mean, there are some that are okay, but like you look at the vast majority of these uh, of these congressmen, senators, they're just people you don't want to be around. Mm. Like I, who, I, they're so icky and creepy and dirty, and it's just awful. Yeah, it is. It is. Then we, you know, speaking of senators, uh, something happened to. Uh, uh, minority leader now. Yes. Uh, oh, that thank goodness. Good. That thank good. Minority good. leader Harry Reid. That's the first time I've been happy today. Uh, <laughs> so minority leader Harry Reid had some sort of really weird accident that I keep hearing about. It was it's described as an exercise accident. That's what they said. What? It didn't what look a, like it though, boy. But look at him. Uh, do we have the? Let's uh, watch some of the video of what he looks like now, and I guess uh, kind of a brief explanation of what happened to him. Most people know I Whoa. fought for a couple of years. Wow. After any one of those Look fights, I never looked like I do now. However, <clears throat> I didn't get this 
black eye mm -hmm. uh, by sparring with Manny, uh, by challenging Floyd Mayweather. I didn't go bull riding. I wasn't riding a motorcycle. I was exercising in my new home. And uh, the doctors have told me, I better take it easy. I had my presentation all made to start the new Congress. I've been uh -huh. doing new Congresses for, this will be my 33rd year. And I really have some- uh, Way too long. Homesickness for lack of a better description. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I had a terrific meeting uh, this morning with my leadership, Senator Durbin, Senator Schumer, mm -hmm. Senator Murray, we've been together for a number of years, long Too time, loud. working together. And we're speaking with one voice. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue to fight. Maybe you should all get vocal cords here. So have to speak with one voice. We understand the rich are getting richer. Yeah, the, the, the bottom of his cheek. And oh, yeah, his nose whole It's a whole side of his face got bashed in. Broke three ribs, too. We can. Uh, oh, he did? Yep, and the, well, had a concussion. That's why I try to stay away from so, those exercise so, machines. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They're dangerous. Oh, exercise is really dangerous. Exercise That guy almost got killed. They should be banned. Yeah, they should. So explain to me. How you get injured that badly? Oh, I, that's, I don't believe the explanation. Home. What happened there? Come on. What an exercise! If you're on a treadmill and you fall down, right? That's what you. That's the one that came to mind. Yeah, the but whole still, side of your face doesn't cave in. I guess. <laughs> well, you know, if you're a hundred, maybe it does. Maybe, maybe, but you also break three ribs. So you're hit. I mean, was he exercise? Like, did he put the? The, the treadmill, did he staple it to the ceiling before starting to, to run? What was, I mean, <laughs> I can't think of. Really I mean, weird. Face, ribs, concussion. Yeah. From a treadmill? I mean, he keeps, and he keeps saying, he doesn't say treadmill. He keeps saying no, exercising see, in my exercising home. Exercising in my He's home. He's not being clear mm -hmm. about what it is intentionally. Every release says the same thing, yeah. exercising. Well, what do you mean, what kind of exercise gets you that injury? Yeah, he's seriously injured. I mean, yeah. Based on the description well, that I heard before, I thought, oh, okay, bumped his head or something. That's serious. Yeah. He's really mangled up there. Uh, wow. Uh, 888727 back. 888727BECK. Hmm. Don't know, but, um, you know, we don't have much to go on. Just some sort of exercise equipment tragedy uh -huh. in his new home. He doesn't even say equipment, though, right? He just, he, the whole thing yeah, is just, just exercising. exercising. It's a very yeah. strange wording I've noticed on that. Because the press release said the same thing. Their initial statement said the same yeah. thing. He's saying it exactly that way. Yeah, I, it's I weird. Mean, it'd be interesting to hear what happened. I mean, look, it, I don't, I'm not, like, accusing him of hiding something. But maybe he's just embarrassed. You know, could maybe it, it was an embarrassing incident yeah, could of be. some sort. It's Triple Eight, 737 back. Every time I see Joe Biden, I see Herbert from Family Guy on Fox. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I could see that. He's very creepy and seems to like young children quite a bit. And here's some creepiness going on right there. Mm. Uh, where you, oh, yeah. I, Look at her pull away. Yeah. She ah. just doesn't want any of it. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at that. She's like, <laughs> please, for the love of heaven, get away from me. Almost as if the mom's ready to step in and does it. Yeah, the expression on the mom and the dad, the, those expressions are interesting, too. Yeah, I, eesh, that's not good. Wow. Uh, by the Democrats, way, too, right? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, got yeah. from Delaware. He's got. How far do you let the vice president go? I mean, obviously, that, you know, how much longer do you go before yeah. you go, um, Joe, uh, we're done? Yeah, I don't, yeah, you don't do that because it's, no, I mean, if you had not. his tongue in her ear, 
then <laughs> you probably do. You intervene. Yeah. You intervene then. Uh, uh, so tongue in your ear. That's how far you go. Yeah. Well, Jeffy actually wanted to know the line. He actually wanted it's to learn. It's important to know the line. Yeah. It is, let me tell you. For you? I know. Um, so Dick know. Durbin has uh, apparently enlightened us into a, f a few more details on the Harry Reid exercise incident. <clears throat> now, he is saying that Harry Reid was thrown like a slingshot. Thrown okay. like a so, slingshot. Okay. Okay. Because he was using exercise bands, those stretchy bands. So yeah. what you would see when you say a, a slingshot, you're holding them back like this. They're stretched out to like, uh, you know, I'm holding it back like this. Yeah. And then I'm thrown forward, right? Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, it doesn't seem right. But then it says he got it set up in his home, an exercise routine involving straps that you stretch. So he was stretching the straps, right? Mm -hmm. And one broke. Oh, boy. And tossed him like a slingshot against a cabinet. Now, if, if it breaks, broke, it does I would not go backwards. You go backwards. Yes, it, that's it, not slingshot like. Slingshots are not like slingshot that at all. is like you're pulling on it and it pulls you back Forward. and you smash into something. That I could understand, kind of. But right. So now try to figure out. You're pulling a, a band like this because now it has to be the opposite way. You're not going to be yeah. slung forward. You're going to fall backwards. If right? it broke, yes, you're going backwards. So you're going to fall backwards. Then your how does your head? I mean, well, I guess as you're falling, you're turning around, yeah, or or you're stretching your arms backwards like this, and it breaks. Well, yeah, I mean, he's seventy-five. It's a weird incident. I, look, it okay, he's seventy-five years old. He might not know how to. We've exercise, seen him shuffle but. through crowds. I yeah. mean, it, it's, it's, it's a strange. It's one. Your theory was more like he got up disoriented, fell downstairs, or something. He said right? he, didn't he know said where he that was. For, in that video. Uh, he was in know, a new in house, his new home. Yeah, and which led me to think that maybe he woke up. We've all said he's had some problems. We've, We've seen all his said mental there's problems. something wrong with Harry. He wakes up in a new house. He's yeah. disoriented. Doesn't know where he's at. Maybe falls downstairs. Goes or... outside. Falls off the porch. Something. I or, want, and I'll, go we've ahead. got another theory from Keith Malinak, who believes there's some sort of mob tie going on. <laughs> some Las Vegas sort of <laughs> shady dealings with uh, SEIU that we I actually and... like that a lot better. <laughs> um, you know, it's tough because, I, look, we... Look, someone's actually hurt here, and yeah. we obviously feel yeah. bad for Harry Reid, but this is not a guy who needed another bump on the head. No. This is not, this <laughs> is not he something not he needed that. in his life. He did not he need, need to be it. jarred. There was, it was already enough difficulty mm. kind of going down these roads of thinking and such that I don't think that this is, this is not <laughs> yep. a good outcome for anybody. Yep. Uh, but we do wish uh, Harry Reid well, it, it, not, not solely just his physical injuries, but uh, others as well. Wait, what? Not I, I wish him well in all of his ailments. Was that a in all of his ailments? In all of his, not just physical, but all, he also has some mental ailments. Is I, what you're saying? And we we want them to heal and, and get. I better. want him to be better. I really yes. do. I don't, We'd love for him to be better, but uh, uh, it doesn't seem like it's happening. That happening, but uh, perhaps I, yes. I don't. So I would say it's that. A good wish. You know, and we've talked about this before. Judging by his performance and the way he's able to do his business. Mm -hmm. um, I, I honestly think the black eye is the least of his worries. It does yeah. seem like there's something larger going on with a guy. Yeah. I, I mean, it does. We've showed you why. If you're if you're scratching your head at home and you haven't seen the show for a long time, and maybe you're just joining us because we're on we're on Fox News now and they're positioned for for a temporary uh, period of time, we have shown the things that he used to believe and now believes. We've shown the meandering soliloquies he gets into on the Senate floor that are talking about his pomegranate trees and and Nevada football team and and just bizarre stuff that yeah. you're like what are you talking about it seems like he's lost a step it does uh, and I you know 
you don't like to see that happen with anybody, even no, you if don't. he's a political opponent. Yeah. Uh, so, well, well, I mean, we wish him well. Um, Charlie Rangel, another political opponent, um, mm -hmm. had some interesting comments on MSNBC. Um, Ed Schultz, who is a host of sorts, um, I guess has been promoted back to weekdays from weekends. Is that? Is yeah, because he, he was really excited about his promotion to weekends, which he, he, he said, hey, we got an opening in weekends. And he was the first to raise his hand and say, I'll take that big, huge promotion. And then they, they put him on, and then they demoted him back to the middle of the week. Yeah. Or the whole or week. Or something. I, yeah. I don't know. Now, was it because he was on in primetime, and now he's not. So was that a promotion? He's, I think in his mind that is. Is it not primetime now? Yeah, he's on. Like, oh, I that's right. It's at 5 The, the crappy 5 p.m. Yeah, slot. We had yeah. to deal with it at Fox. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, here's Ed and Charlie <laughs> Rangel. Watch. Isn't it important, though, to point out that not all the police officers turn their back? Absolutely. I mean, there's a, a few in the ranks that are saying, you know, by respecting these officers, saying, okay, we got to move on. But there's some that saying they don't want to move on. Your thoughts, Charles? And it, it's awkward because no one wants to be in the position that you're not with your colleagues, right or wrong. But when the moral issue raises that beyond just being liked and that you show that you have so much love and respect for the job that you have assumed that you're not going to allow a handful of people who are blinded by hate to spoil the reputation. There's a hell of a lot that has to do it. I was in combat. And I'm telling you, I saw more dead people, but I never was moved until I saw dead people, dead people that looked like me in my uniform. And it does make a difference. And so, yes, the, the blue wall of silence has kept communities and, and, and minority oh. communities apart for so long. Oh, is that what uh, it is? So that right. even minority policemen mm -hmm. don't right. want to break that silence. But, but it has to be this. done. Did he just admit to being a racist, oh, uh, Kat? Because he didn't. He was never moved until, until he started singing. And I asked myself, what a wonderful way, what a wonderful way. Very nice version. It's the second coming of uh, Louis Satchmo Armstrong. <laughs> I, 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 it's kind of weird. Is he just saying he didn't care about dead soldiers until a black soldier died? Uh, here's that what he said? He says, I was in combat, and I'm telling you, I saw more dead people, but I was never moved until I saw dead people that looked like me in my uniform. Right. That's what he said! I didn't, I wasn't moved by white guys dying next to me, but when a, when a black guy died next to me, you could say it. then maybe, I was moved. Maybe, uh, yeah. I mean, he, it could have, he what could in the he world? He was trying to say the uniforms. No, he's trying to say, he said looked like me specifically. Yeah. Looked like me. He's but, talking about black people. That's a way to say, when I was in, okay, listen to this in its entirety. There's a hell of a lot that has to do. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was in combat, and I'm telling you I saw more dead people, but I never was moved until I saw dead people that looked like me in uniform. He, he wasn't moved by the people that didn't look like him in uniform that were in his uniform. Possibly. I certainly wouldn't put it past Charlie Rangel. I, I think that's what he's saying. I don't know how you make anything else out of I that. I think you could say that what he's trying, the point he's trying to make is, yeah. you know, I, we, we saw a lot of dead people because we were bombing uh, villages and we were, you know, uh, in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan. Uh, and then when, we, but when one of our guys got 
shot, and, and he was right. wearing our uniform. Um, I mean, it, it, you could look like someone. It mattered. Who, it mattered more. And that's, of course, how people feel. When well, you're in war, like mm -hmm. you're trying to kill other people. When your own people get killed, <laughs> it affects you more. Um, there's, I, a, there's a little extra light shed on this, however, when okay. you read the next statement. Mm -hmm. And it does make a difference. So, yes, the blue wall of silence, he's taking it back to the police officers, that has kept communities and minority communities apart for so long so that even minority policemen don't want to break silence. He, yeah, he's talking he about talking minorities. About he is talking he's about talking race. about race. The guy is talking about the whites that died in uniform didn't matter to him. The blacks did. Wow, is that bad and stuff. And I, I will say I have as much a problem with what he said wow. in that second part, which is yeah. uh, the blue wall of silence has kept communities and minority communities apart for so long. Look, that is not what's kept them apart. There's, there are a lot of criminal activities that go on in communities. It's not because mm -hmm. the, the police are all gathering together and lying about what they've done to communities. That's no. not the reason the police are apart. No. That is not it at all. Now, that, of course, has happened. And, you know, there have been cases in which police have not told the truth, tried to protect their own. We know that. But that is not the reason why communities are apart. And then saying even minority policemen don't want to break the silence, it's like, you're painting this picture of officers who are so selfish and so ingrained in their own community. They don't even care about they don't care about their mother who's back at the at the, in that uh, community. They only care about their people they they work with at the, at the police department. Police officers, in general, do a hell of a good job. They protect us. They uh, in almost all the cases vast, are on the vast right side majority. of the And and he's painting it as the opposite that. Yeah. The vast, vast majority are bad, and a few will cross the line and, you know, the, the whole blue line of, cross the blue line of silence. That's bullcrap. Again, he's, he's lying. But, of course, he's on the edge show, so I don't know what else he would do. I think they'd bleep him if he tried to tell the truth. <laughs> Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents, too, coming up. I think lower taxes are good. <laughs> Back. 888-727-BEZK. It's Pat and Stu. Of course, big tragedy uh, yesterday unfolded in France. Uh, just really ugly. There's a satirical newspaper that a couple of years ago, and they've continued to do this, ran cartoons, political cartoons, that uh, brutalized the Prophet Muhammad. I mean, they're ugly. Glenn actually, at the time, bought a copy of it because he wanted to remember that time because he knew it was going to be historically significant. And it's turned out that yeah, it has really caused uh, major, major problems now. Uh, so he was showing it to us. And on the front page is uh, what looks like a Jewish person, um, maybe a rabbi, pushing the Prophet Muhammad in a wheelchair. And uh, it's in French, but I, it seemed like the French, it's been so long since I took French, but I, it seems like it was, uh, the Prophet was saying, this is not the way to the mosque, something like that. I don't know. Um, but on the back is a really horrific a cartoon with the Prophet Muhammad depicted in cartoon form, naked in, in various positions. It's ugly. I, I hated it. It was I didn't want to look at it. Um, but now 12 people have been shot dead because of it. 
uh, in this horrific attack. It seems like that number is going to go up, by the way. There's, a, I think, seven people in, in serious or critical condition. Um, wow. So, I mean, it could go even higher. Really, really bad. Um, uh, Paris prosecutor spokesperson Agnes uh, something or other confirmed 12 people were killed. Among the dead were two men who went by the pen names Charb, the editor, so the editor of the paper, as well as a cartoonist, and the cartoonist himself, Kabu. Uh, um, so they exacted revenge on the people who drew the cartoons. Yeah, word is that they, when they entered the building, actually asked for specific names. They were, they had a target list of wow, some sort. Wow, did they really? Uh, and wanted to make sure they took out not just random people, which they also did, and apparently a police mm. officer in the street as well is, a, is one, of the, one of the reports. Um, they went after the people who actually did these particular cartoons. Um, you know, really uh, horrific. And, uh, and then they shouted, we have avenged the prophet. Yeah. Um, and remember, I don't know if we have, we probably, we need to look on Twitter uh, or um, on the Telegraph site. People were reporting that the Telegraph was running this picture. And I, I have not uh, individually uh, confirmed this, so maybe we can do this in, uh, in the control room. But it's a picture of a girl reading that newspaper that you're talking about. And obviously mm -hmm. they're showing, it's like a typical stock photo, like, person reading newspaper, and it's that newspaper. And they have actually, talking about this incident, blurred out the picture of the mm. Prophet Muhammad on the front of it. It's like, who wins? I mean, I know the terrorist win has become this funny catchphrase, but who wins in this situation? You know, we have, uh, we're constantly, we had our president and our representatives berating this paper a couple of years ago for writing these cartoons. And while I don't like the cartoons either, and I certainly wouldn't have wanted to be involved in doing it, it's just... You know, it is obviously intentionally disrespectful, and I, we don't do that uh, typically about other faiths here. I mean, I don't want people doing that with, you know, Jesus, but I'm not mm -hmm. going to go shoot up a building over it. No. Uh, you know, and so, but, like, what's the message set? Uh, the message is constantly, uh, we don't, the future cannot be held by those who oppose the prophet of, uh, you know, Islam. And, you know, we send these signals all the time, and then when this happens, we jump to horror. Well, you're essentially echoing their arguments for these actions for a really long time. And that doesn't mean you're responsible for them. But, like, shouldn't we instead say, wait a minute, look, do we think this is a good idea to run these cartoons? No. But uh, let's be honest about it. There's no justification here. I don't, I don't want uh, – I'm not going to play into this uh, idea that you're not allowed to mock other faiths. I, I, I mean, I don't like when uh, Christianity is mocked, but I am not going out uh, around and trying to stop people from doing it by banning them or executing them or coming up with a law that says they can't do it or anything. I, I, you know, I'll make my argument. I'll try to win in the, in the, in the uh, market of ideas, but that's about it. First of all, it's not even an effective way to go about it. No. Um, uh, you know, my religion is mocked every night on Broadway, every single day and night, and uh, twice or, th or four times on the weekend because they do multiple shows uh, in a and place a called touring the Book of Mormon. Company. And there's a touring company. So all over the country this is going on. What was the response from our leadership when they knew this happened? Uh, when they knew this was coming and they were going to be mocked on a regular basis and they knew the name of the play was the Book of Mormon? Uh, they said, well, uh, you know, if you, if you go to the Book of Mormon, you might be entertained for a night. If you read the Book of Mormon, uh, you will find happiness for an eternity. I mean, response. that's a brilliant response. Yep. Whether you believe with our, you know, in what our church says and does or uh, believes in or not, that's a brilliant response. That's how you handle it. And that's how you handle it. And ever since then, 
I mean, you don't see anybody protesting any of the shows. They're, they're not yelling and screaming about it. Nobody's getting nasty in the street. That's not the way to go about it because it's just not effective, for one thing. Now, France says, uh, Francois Hollande says that it was a terrorist attack and we must show we're a united country. And he vowed to respond with firmness. I don't know what that means when it comes to France. I don't even know what that means if it comes to us. We never even say we're going to respond with, with firmness. But they have. Uh, so who do you attack in this? If you're going to respond in, a, in an aggressive military way, what do you do? And to whom do you do it? I mean, I think it's, you know, it's, if it's in country, it's a, it's, it's a police action. It really is. I guess that's all it is. I mean, we, that's yeah. a, a bad phrase when you're talking about international war, but it's, it's what mm -hmm. you have to do on your own soil. You have no choice. Yeah. Um, and these guys are at large, by the way. They got away with it. Um, how does that happen? I don't know. And it's, it's so amazing. You can know. get freaking, I went through, uh, I didn't, I should say, someone in my family that I happen to be married to went through, I don't know, the same red light 947,000 times. And every time she drives through this light, there is a picture of her driving through the light. In fact, in, here in Texas at least, you get this ticket and they send it to you and, you and you have to go online and you can pay it online. It's like 75 bucks or something, which is an, it's annoying. But you go online and not only will they give you the picture, you can watch the video of them doing it. Yeah. So, of course, I do that and constantly uh, make now sure my wife sees multiple it. times through the same light. Why? Same. Why is she doing that? <sighs> what? A, I never thought to ask that question. <laughs> why do dear? you keep going through a red light? Well, no, no, no it's not just uh, why would you go through a red light. Why would you go through the same red light that I you know. know have cameras yeah. attached to it? That and they almost all do, by the oh, way, Pat. in yeah. the Dallas Metroplex. Yes, you of. I'm not going to red light. here in this set. <laughs> I know. I why speed. would you speed on I the speed. same road? That's a great point. I speed. Now, there's a very good chance I won't get caught, right? Well, not, not for me. <laughs> but most humans. First of all, you're, you're not paying attention. Secondly, uh, you know, you, you, chances are really good you won't get caught. Now, you go through a red light. First of all, you can be killed. Secondly, you're going to get caught because the video is going to photograph well, she's making you. Right. They're going to photograph right. you every she's time. Not the red light, right? She's making the right, right. hand turn. Yeah. I mean, look, That's look, automatic. That just happens. There's another element of this, particularly, which is. Mm -hmm. She was doing nothing risky at all. Right. It, mm -hmm. it was. It, this is why c cameras are stupid. You know, if you have a human being there that's actually trying to protect people's lives, which is what the role of the police is supposed to be in these situations, they would be able to judge. Okay, there's no one coming from the other way. There's no one coming oh. anywhere. You take the right hand turn. She ro she rolled through a light and took a right hand turn. Now look, she did nothing I risky. I to be mm -hmm. honest with her. To be honest with you, like as much as I love, I want to give her a hard time on this. She mm -hmm. did nothing risky. She she just you know she came so up. So she's the light. not going straight through no. a red light. She she's taking a right light. hand she turn. She slowed down and said, came to sense. a complete stop at a okay. right hand turn, which was legal. Yeah. It's bullcrap. But when you know there's a camera that takes your picture every time you're <laughs> moving through this exact same light, <laughs> mm -hmm. you have to adjust your activity to the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law. Yeah. Now the reason I bring that up, however, is I can every time she runs that light, I see video of it. Yeah. Yet these people somehow are able right. to Killed, escape. Right. Well, they're killing 12 people. Shot the place up. Had RPGs on them. And I, did, or did they use them to br get into the place? Or, I mean, how do you do all that, cause all that mayhem? And then you get away scot-free. How can that happen? Because yeah. you have caused all that mayhem. That's amazing. Right. But I mean, uh, that's amazing. As soon as explosions, gunshots start coming up, I would imagine the police are there in yeah. you know, you would think. a minute? Hope so. You're in, in Paris? In Paris? Uh, 
But, but I mean, I have seen a lot of, I guess, you think about like the Italian job, was that? Yeah, no, yeah. well, but Paris. You know. um, but wasn't that a lot of that, well, some of those chase scenes, what, weren't they in Paris? I want to say it was the Italian job, even though I know that sounds weird because I know Paris is in mm-hmm. Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, lots of narrow roads, lots of tight yeah. turns, lots of, you know, it's not easy to move through the city. Um, so maybe, you know, you have a lot of alleys to escape through, and I guess they left in a car. So, I mean, I don't know if they were using that, but it's like, it's such a, Amazing. it doesn't seem possible in this day and age that you could go shoot 12 people and then leave and get away scot-free. Yeah. Now, maybe it, they'll be caught eventually. Hopefully. I, you hope so. Uh, meanwhile, Howard Dean is saying, hey, 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 wait a minute. Well, let, uh, we'll let him explain it yeah. uh, on MSNBC. Yeah, I, you know, this is a chronic problem. Uh, I, I stopped is- calling these people Muslim terrorists. They're about as Muslim as I am. I mean, they have no they have no respect for anybody else's life. That's not what the Koran says. And, mm-hmm. th- you know, Europe has an enormous radical problem and an enormous I call I think ISIS is a cult, not an Islamic cult. I think it's a cult. Yeah. And I think, you know, you've got to deal with these people. Uh, the interesting thing here is we talked about guns the last time in regarding the United States, uh, regarding how guns get in the hands of the kind of people that killed the two police officers here uh, two weeks ago. And, <laughs> France has tremendous gun control laws, and yet these people are able to get Kalashnikov. So, oh. you know, it, it's this is really complicated stuff. Um, wow, that's a and weird I think you have to treat these people as basically weird. mass murderers, but I do not think mm. that we should accord them any particular religious respect because I don't think whatever they're claiming their motivation well, yeah. is clearly is uh, it's no a twisted it's, cultish mind. No, it's, it's not respect. It's stating a fact. Yeah, you yeah. don't say they're Muslim extremists with respect. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. I, but they're more Muslim than you are, Howard, because they're Muslim. <laughs> right. Yes. They, now, do they misinterpret the religion? Perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> I, say uh, probably, yeah, no. I don't know. I mean, there are things in the Quran that seem to state in some cases sure. things are appropriate that we wouldn't deem appropriate. Yes, um, I would agree with that. However, uh, I would say that. You know, look, do they interpret the religion in a way that we don't want them to re- interpret it? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Do I think that they, would I, would I look at them and say, wow, there's an upstanding Muslim? No, I would not. However, to say that they are, to, to not put the word Islamic extremist so in there is to deny what motivates the attack. Yeah. You're actually ignoring the motivation behind right. 12 people dying, and, and that's absurd. At, uh, turn it around. If this was... Jesus being besmirched in some paper, and a group of Christians went in. The Westboro Baptist Church. Twelve people. They go in there, and now they're not violent, as we know, as as we've seen. But it, and on the way out, they yell, "Jesus has been avenged." Yeah. Is there any way that Howard Dean, in all of his tolerance and inclusion and sensitivity, says? Oh, uh, we well, you can't call them Christians and, because that's not in the Bible. Right. Bullcrap. And, and let's let's You're to not, be fair, no way let's flip this around on us. Would I have any problem with them with that that exact scenario and those people that the Christian extremists attacked the blah 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 today? No problem with that. Yeah. You can call them Christian extremists. Right. I have no problem with it. It's important to know right. what motivated them. That does not mean all Christians are bad, as it does not mean all Muslims are bad. Yes. But I have no problem knowing what the motivation is when you're talking about a person going in there and saying, we've avenged Jesus. That's an important part of that story. Just as when, you know, the one thing that they always turn to with Christianity is the abortion clinics. Now, I, I don't know when the last abortion bo- clinic bombing Maybe was. Eric Rudolph, probably. Right? I mean, uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, and the last... Last abortion doctor killed was several years ago. Yeah. However, every time it happens, 
virtually every Christian on earth denounces and distances themselves from them. Yeah, sure. And we all proclaim nobody wants Christians to be doing this. Plus, they don't say, I just did this in the name of Jesus as far as I know. Um, but so there's a there's a way to handle it when it is a Christian or a Muslim or whatever. And it's important for the rest yeah. of the religious people to condemn it. Yes. And I will say this, too. The Eric Rudolph type attack. The the what was the guy um, uh, in Kansas, the late term abortion doctor that was was shot. These are mm-hmm. these are things that that make Christians feel terrible. Yeah. Uh, no one wants them at all. However, what I will say about it is that that level of attack happens thousands of times a day in the Muslim world. An, an internal yeah. country attack where someone in Pakistan kills another person in Pakistan because they're not Muslim enough happens thousands of times. A day. We can come up with a couple of examples in the United States. The reason we're talking about this attack in France is because it was at a higher level than that. We're talking about 12 people being killed, probably going to be more like 15 or 18 by the end of this. And, uh, you know, it happened in a country uh, where it looks like these people came in. Uh, we don't know if it was legal or illegal, but came in from another uh, region of the world and executed these attacks. You know, that's a different level. That's borderline international terrorism. It may be domestic mm-hmm. terrorism, but that's something completely different than a, a tragic murder. However, I'm still comfortable with all of those incidents being called religious extremism and terrorism. Yeah. Completely comfortable with it. We're not backing off of that. I think that's an important part of the story to know what the motivation was of someone who does something terrible like no this. No question. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do coming up. the uh, Consumer Electronics Show every year because you get to find out about the latest inventions and the latest cool gadgets that we have coming up. And uh, this year they had some really they had some really cool stuff. Uh, and we're going to tell you about some of those things right now. Ooh. Right nice. now. The Melamind? Do we get like the Melamind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Melamind is a company, uh, it comes from a company called MyBrain. Uh, wants to help you relax. It's a headband that measures your brain waves. Uh, and it uses that information to create custom music to help you relax and decrease your stress levels. Three hundred bucks. That one, there's mm. no way I'm buying. No, that, I don't buy it. No, it's just. It seems like um, one of those like uh, there, we have technology that we don't actually have type of in- inventions. Then there's the uh, the baby Google. The smart baby bottle comes from a French company, Slow Control, with the baby Google. So nicknamed because uh, it mimics the sound babies make while eating, I guess. The firm is targeting parents who also want to uh, pay attention to how their babies are eating, calculates the right angle for the, for the baby and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, it costs about $119. It's a lot for a bottle. That's, uh, that's, that's a, a lot. pricey bottle. Usually yeah. I found uh, having two children, what they do is they angle the bottle the way they want to ha- angle it. Yeah. That's what I found. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the W3D gaming smartphone. It's from Sna- mm. Snail Games. Uh, it is a long, thin Android-based device uh, that uh, is, it kind of looks like, I mean, you look at it, it looks like 
more a, a video game controller than it does an actual phone. Uh, W3D has uh, more cool. polish than the Sony Xperia Play phone and is uh, expected to have more games at launch. Tough battle, though, they say, in the video game market, but it does look like a, I mean, that's, it looks like one of those old uh, PlayStation handheld games, and, uh, that, you know, those were pretty cool at the time. Now, I don't see it here on our list, but what I saw this morning coming out of the show was a, like, a longboard or a skateboard that oh, yeah. was also, like, a combination Segway. Mm -hmm. So it was a skateboard with a motor. Pretty cool. Which is, that, that seems really cool. You know what's good about that kids is you, be interested you in don't that. have to walk anymore. Which I like. I, that's what I like. Yeah. Jeff, that's you want to chime like. in on that one? Why would I want to jump yeah. in? I've already thrown away my exercise machines today. <laughs> I mean, what more do I have to do? Out of safety. Because you don't want to well, end up like Harry Reid. Uh, how about the ring? This thing is actually really cool. Uh, it, you, you can control your smartphone just by pointing your finger and you swipe your finger down, and it actually will do what, you, what, what would that's happen really cool. if you're controlling your phone. Although, oh, that's cool. It's just a few inches away, so you could just touch your phone. <laughs> yeah. And for $269, I think I'll just reach over yeah, and touch my phone without the ring. Thank you. Beck, it is Pat and Stu. Welcome. Hi. So we have had uh, 10 earthquakes in 26 hours here in our uh, little area where we're, where we're in, the Irving Las Colinas area of baby the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Yes, baby earthquakes. Little baby earthquakes. People in California and elsewhere scoff at what's been the most powerful, 3.6. Even that they would scoff at. Although we just had one this morning. Uh, while we were on the air on the radio show, I didn't even feel it. Eight, eight, uh, eight twenty-three this morning. That uh, was a two-point-six magnitude. Did not feel that. No. Did not feel it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you feel it until it's in the mid threes. Yeah. You know, three low threes to mid threes. Felt yesterday's uh, three five. You felt and you knew what it was, and it was like holy crap, we're having an earthquake. I felt one that was happened really early in the morning a couple of weeks ago, and I was just sitting here getting the show ready, and nobody else is here, and. And it sounded like, in fact, at first I thought, did like a giant truck just smash into the building? Because things kind of swayed a little bit. And it just sounded like a, a rumbling and a, I don't know, like a crashing sort of sound. I thought, well, was that an earthquake? Yeah. And it, and it was. It turned out, I think it was a 2.8. So I, I felt that one. Which, what, uh, what time was it yesterday? Uh, yesterday was... The 3.5 and the 3.6 were in the 3 o'clock. No, I was asking specifically about the one The one a couple of weeks that, ago? Oh, oh a couple that of was ago. like at 4.30 or 5. 4.30 in the afternoon? I think. Yeah, no, in, I the mean, the, in the morning. Oh, in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, 3.5 yesterday was the one that I think we all sort of felt, which yeah. I, I guess, and, and for people, there's you know several people who work here um, live in Irving as well, and they felt the 3.6 later mm. on. You know, no real damage is done at this level, obviously, but you do hope that it's mm. not leading to something bigger. Uh, you kind of don't want to see, uh, you know, you get into the fours and fives and sixes and you start seeing some major damage. Um, and, and I know, look, everybody from California and other areas that have earthquakes all the time, this is nothing to them. I grew up in the Northeast. Um, so to me, the only natural disaster, you know, the, 
one or two hurricanes I can kind of remember that were not very strong. And, uh, you know, you had winter weather. You, had, you certainly had the nor'easters and the big snowstorms and stuff, but there was no natural disaster. Like, earthquakes to me are completely foreign and legitimately within the last two weeks have been the first time I've ever felt one. Uh, we were on the air actually a couple weeks ago when a really, it had to be probably 2.7 or something hit. It was not big, but I just felt, I was like, what was that? Was that, a, was that an earthquake? And no one else on the show even noticed it. Um, uh, and then it, it turned out it was an earthquake. And then, but yesterday's like, you felt it. It was enough to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was walking through the bathroom and you, I could see the stall sort of, you know, the stall sort of like shaking back and forth. I mean, it was like, yeah. it, it, it's so bizarre. It kind of significant. I mean, yeah. it happened 10 times yesterday. How many times did you fall down yesterday, Jeffy? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last 26 hours, how many times have you tripped and fallen? They weren't all falls, though. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you, it was a stumble, maybe. Are you implying something? No, I'm just no, wondering how many times. Separate question. Have, Relax. We had 10 earthquakes. I'm just wondering how many times you fell down. Totally separate, That's unrelated. <laughs> I will say that that was the reaction of every listener to this program was to, uh, I was yes, like, wow, was. I just felt an earthquake. I'm thinking, you know, this is kind of interesting. I don't know if uh, most people have been through that or what. Um, and uh, everyone just responded with joking about Jeffy falling down. <laughs> uh, I, honest, I think tomorrow we should do a best of tweets about Jeffy causing earthquakes yeah, on the funny. program. That'd be good. So if you have any, Shoot you have some that. good jokes about Jeffy causing the earthquakes here in this area, tweet uh, at World of Stew, at Pat and Stew. Yeah. Uh, we'd like that. It is kind of interesting, though, because in all of 2014, we had uh, in Irving 15 earthquakes in 2014. We had 10 in 26 hours. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a significant situation. I Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it means nothing. Uh, yeah. But everybody jumping to fracking, I hate that. Oh, yeah. I, it's, it's not that. It's a guess at this point. It's a complete guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's odd. I was reading uh, this, uh, this from Yahoo News. A seismologist installed new earthquake monitoring device in the Dallas suburb of Irving this week after a series of minor uh, trembles uh, rocked the uh, area near the – this is where the Cowboy Stadium – the old Cowboy Stadium was, if you remember – uh, and they knocked it down a few years ago to build the giant uh, $1.2 billion thing they built in Arlington, which is you know, a beautiful stadium. Uh, but the one you remember from, I, like I remember watching playoff games there when Troy mm-hmm. Aikman was winning championships. They were mm-hmm. playing right here in this town. Um, and they're actually some that's residents. The one, that's the one where, just by the way, kind of an aside, where everybody said there was a hole in the yeah. roof yeah. so God could watch, the cow- watch his yeah. team play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I always loved. It's kind of funny because there was no explanation for it. Why do you build a dome stadium and then have it open in the middle when you can't close it? My thought always no was sense. they wanted to protect the fans but wanted the real field conditions. And maybe that's what it was. And, uh, so, but I don't know. It's stupid. Uh, but they have that again now except it's retractable, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, so uh, some residents, I, believe, I like this, some residents, though, believe the implosion of the Texas stadium in 2010 may have made the problems worse. What seemed possible? Um, there are also speculation, and this is the right way to write this. There are speculation that the quakes might be related to hydraulic fracking, uh, fracturing or fracking, an energy extraction technique that has a long history in North Texas. Irving headquarters of uh, mobile, is, uh, Irving is the headquarters of ExxonMobil's XTO unit that helped pioneer hydraulic fracking in the region and has two gas wells that were fracked in 2010. Now, the way that reads to me is they were fracked and are no longer being fracked. Am I, mm-hmm. am I, uh, that's what it sounds like. I don't know if that's like the it, case. Is that just the parlance of fracking where, you know, you're in the middle of fracking something and you say it's been fracked? I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. the parlance well enough uh, to, to, to know. But, I, I, you know, if, 
if it was done in 2010, I can't imagine it's causing Problems earthquakes now. now. No, I, I, maybe. Silly. You know, I think that's silly. It's so weird, though, because you, you just depend on this very basic thing that when you take a step, the earth is going to be in the same place it was when you started the step. And that's what's so jarring about an earthquake, even a mm -hmm. tiny, tiny one like the ones we've been having here. It's like... All of a sudden, the thing you depend on every day to get around, it might just be in a different place for a second. It's really a strange feeling uh, to mm. deal with. And, of course, there is, you know, damage of things. I mean, we're thinking about this building, you know, which, like, you know, you, it looks like a normal building from your perspective. But if you look up, it's nothing but lights and things over our head. And, you know, we get an earthquake in here. I know. Uh, we're God all forbid dying. someone other than Jeffy gets hit by one of these things. Yeah. It's, you'd be dead. You know? Because if that comes down... <laughs> Forget it. Yeah. You're they done. say there's safety chains on You're there. Done. I don't believe them. Okay? <laughs> I don't believe them if that at all. all comes down at, if that all comes down at once, the oh, safety chains are not holding. There's no safety oh, chains. Oh, the, yeah, the roof collapses. We're obviously dead. But that's, that's the same in any room this size. Yeah. Like, a shake could really get one of these big lighting yeah. rig things to pop down on our heads. And, you know, again, if it wasn't Jeffy, we really, that would not be good. <laughs> now, if it lands over in that general area, well, whatever, yeah, we continue whatever. the show. But yeah. if, uh, if it lands on us, <laughs> it lands on Jeffy, yeah. we just keep going. I just yeah. I want to make you a promise, Stu, that if someone comes in the front of this building and asks, man, I'm pissed, where's Stu? I'm pointing at where you are. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. You know what's really causing this thing? It's not fracking. It's not? It's, no, you know it's not. Don't play coy with me. Don't. I mean, don't I do, do well, I do know don't it's not. In fact, I can give you some numerous don't statistics to back that up. <laughs> no, I, that's like not the what US I'm Geological about. Survey that yeah, had a 2012 report uh -huh. that said USGS studies Stew. do not suggest blah, that fracking causes mm. the increased rate of earthquake. Uh, and they, they have found some other stuff, but mm. they basically. Uh huh. So if it's not fracking, what is it? You know what it is. Don't, I don't know don't what it do is. Don't even, don't even go down this road. Like You don't know what it really is. It's global warming and you know it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Global warming is causing the earthquakes. It's uh, causing the rise in the seas. You know that. It's causing the dead polar bears that we see all the time. It is uh, causing new diseases to spring up. It's causing a lot of poverty. It's causing in Pakistan and the Middle East a lot of this uh, discontent that you see. It's, uh, it's causing the terrorism. And it's causing this cold front that we now have uh, through much of the country, including Texas. So the, the earthquake mm -hmm. that happened five kilometers down. Mm -hmm. Global warming. Don't pretend. Don't do this. Don't even. No, you're right. Don't I, do this because everybody knows what you're doing, and it's silly. But it's you're, also it's making you look stupid. It's frankly. causing the winter okay. weather as well. The warming. You no, know it is. You know it is. How? Because the warm air forces the cold air down from where it should live, and it should live in the <laughs> Arctic. But the warm air has pushed the polar vortex down to us. That's not. That's what's happening. True. That's what's happening. Is, <laughs> don't even do this. Please, you're just making yourself look stupid. Is that really what they're saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this oh polar, the polar, warm, vortex polar vortex land again? is pushed down because of the warm air that shoves it down south where it shouldn't be. That I mean, I hate that stupid explanation, but I keep hearing it all the time. All the time. I, I, you know, we never thought, we thought, okay, when they see that the temperatures aren't rising anymore, they're going to have to say it's not global warming. No, they just changed the name from global warming to climate change, right? But when they see that it's super cold still from time to time, 
you, you can't say that, that because it gets super cold from time to time. Nope, that's still global warming and climate change. And then they, so they just, or it's climate chaos, or it's climate weirding, or whatever dumb phrase they come up with. Uh, but here we are in this severe cold snap right now, especially in Minnesota, in the north, in Montana, my old home state, in Minnesota, in Michigan. Uh, like, they had 25 to 30 below zero uh, the last few days, and that will continue through today and tonight. Uh, elsewhere, below zero readings were the norm everywhere except a few cities in Minnesota. And the winter weather has even spilled into Hawaii now. Now, you, I mean, really, wouldn't you think... When you're getting snow in Hawaii, the planet hasn't really warmed all that much. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that? I mean, wouldn't you? No, because, really? of course, global warming causes snow. Right, that's right. Uh, um, I will say that on Kauai, the uh, low of 57 degrees uh, tied the low from 1993. It's hard to get all worked up about 57 degrees. I want to live in a place <laughs> with a low yeah. Yeah, so do I. record. The record low. 57 degrees. Of all time. I want to live in that place yeah. That's a good place to be. You know, it's like know. it's in the 20s around here now. Yeah. I would say if anything the cold. You know when you when you uh you're you get really cold and and then your hands get like all like dry and cracked and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening to the earth. And Global that's why we have the earthquakes. caused earthquakes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. But it's and but Jeffy, that but the cooling was brought on brought on by the global warming as you know. And Jeffy falling. And Jeffy. Falling. It's but <laughs> What we're saying here, Jeff, <laughs> is, uh, mm. and look, I, I don't have the tolerance for the cold weather at all. I don't, I don't, I don't have any tolerance for it. I, I, I make sure, like, when I, before I leave, I, like, start my little car up, and it gets nice and warm and toasty inside, and then I get in, and it's, like, all nice and warm. I, I am a wuss. I grew up sad. in the Northeast. That is sad. I know. You've experienced I, colder than this. Oh, way colder. I am, uh, this has ruined me. And I will say, when I, we lived in Tampa, uh, I lived in Tampa when Jeffy lived in Tampa. It was, a, obviously, a terrible time for me. Um, <laughs> really? But, uh, yeah, it was awful. And I can't believe we're repeating this whole nonsense again. Uh, but uh, it was... I was the same way. It was ruined for the cold. Like, as soon as you get down there for a few months, it's all of a sudden everything's cold to you all the time. It's so weird because I have been just the opposite. The warmth. Living in Texas for the eight years that I lived there in Houston and now the, uh, what it was, three years, I guess, that we've lived here, it makes me hate summer because the summer lasts about eight months and it's That's miserable. Fine. It's just miserably hot. It's miserably enough. hot every day, and you get no relief. I mean, in, if you live in the, the northeast or the north, you'll have hot temperatures. You know, it'll get to 100 degrees sometimes in, in Manhattan and be very humid like it can be here. Mm -hmm. But the next day it can be 70. That's not the case here. I mean, w once it's 90 to 110, it's 90 to 110 every day. Yeah, I don't And there's care about just no escape, and I... Well, there is an it is hated. It's called air conditioning. Yes. Yeah, and but it's, I don't know. Every single structure you're inside <laughs> of is perfect. It's all 70 yeah, degrees. Yeah. And then you have to go outside to your car, and it's hot yeah, for five minutes. Yeah, and your car is 200 degrees. Until your moving structure <laughs> that, that takes five minutes because, because your car has been superheated to the point right, where it takes true. 15, 20 minutes to actually cool the car Make down. Make sure I understand what we're complaining about. Uh -huh. Your rolling structure <laughs> yes. that makes you go 70 miles an hour for right. you, 95 on the mm -hmm. way home from work, mm -hmm. takes five full minutes <laughs> yes. to get 
to the perfect I temperature. Don't like it. <laughs> no, I, look, I know you I hate like the heat, I but I, 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 you know, I can it. deal with it because everything's air conditioned. You, yeah. you, and, and look, things are heated in the Northeast, but there's something worse to me about cold than yes. this heat. Like Always it, has it, been. it takes time to like recover I, when you get inside. Sadly, like, I'm with Stu 100 percent on this. Oh. I mean, I grew up in Michigan and could not wait. Okay, and yeah. I'm sure there were people in Michigan that. You're both happy sissies. about it. You're both sissies. Oh, there's no yeah. doubt about that. Do you think we were fighting <laughs> you at that point? We are 100% both sissies. You just want warm weather. I just want to be coddled. If that's okay. a sissy, yeah, that's right. a sissy. I, okay. I, my life has not been difficult. No, that's I true. I want it to be nice and cushy and continue mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking right. for it here. It gets cold. Those people in Hawaii now at 57, their hands are cracking right now. It's cold for them there. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And then, you know what? Later in the day, it's 80. So yeah. they don't, they don't yeah. have a heck of a lot to worry about. No, they don't. The, the town I live in right now, sometimes people say, oh, it's out there in the bubble. You're living in the bubble out there. Because, you see, the situation is it's so nice and people like it so much that it's like a <laughs> bubble. And a what an bubble. insult to say to someone, you're living in the bubble. I want the bubble. <laughs> I you. want the bubble until the end of time. I want a nice little bubble where everything's nice. Everyone, you want, The Truman Show mm -hmm. sounds wonderful to me. Okay? Yeah, no it kidding. was nice. Everything, everybody was nice as you walked by them. The Food always tasted wonderful. <laughs> so what? Occasionally you go on a boat trip and run into a wall. So what? <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> Turn around and go back home where it's perfect. Triple eight seven two seven back more. Pat and Stu coming up. Now seriously, this one fell on your head. I mean, it probably sliced I'll right in back to where you're standing. Oh, I do so. That'd be great. <laughs> Back, it's Pat and Stu. What was the worst movie you saw last year? Worst movie of the whole year. Wow. Lots of, a lot of really bad movies to choose from. Some good ones, but uh, some really, really bad ones. I think last year was a year I saw some movie. And this is a tough question off the top That's of my head, mm -hmm. I will say. Mm -hmm. And I did not see it in theaters. Um, but it was a movie about a bunch of magicians. Uh, oh, yeah. And... They were, it was like really highly produced, and they were a bunch, anyone? anyone was it Now Michael You See Me? Michael Caine. Now was, You See Was me. it the Michael Caine one? Might have been Now You See Me. Was, there was a couple of magician movies released yeah. right around the same time, mm -hmm. and that was terrible. It was really? not good at all. Uh, it okay. was the guy, the guy who was in the, uh, the Facebook movie was in it. Facebook movie. Oh, I think that was Now You See Me. Was it? Sounds like it might have been. Yeah, that was the yeah, and they're making a sequel to it. I know. I, I did hear that yeah. uh, as well. Jeez. It was. I thought that was awful. I mean, off the top of my head, that's the one that comes to mind. I also saw um, yeah. uh, another movie I did not like very much was Hitchcock, which I thought was just okay. Well, I don't think that was. Yeah. Was that last year? It did not come out last year, but I saw it. No, okay, all right. Last year. Yeah, I'm trying to think of movies I've seen in the house that I moved into. Uh, I didn't mind yeah. Hitchcock that much. Okay. That's the Will Smith, right? Uh, no, no, that's Hitch. No. Oh, that's, that's no, 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 ha you're Hancock, no. Hancock or Hitch. He was Hancock. in both of those. Right. I'm talking about Hitchcock. <laughs> that was about Alfred Hitchcock. And the, make, oh, okay. the making of, okay. uh, of, uh, uh, Yeah, and it wasn't the worst movie of the year by any means, but I didn't, it, well, I was very excited for yeah. it, and I thought it was kind of boring. You know what uh, disappointed me the most, because I was really excited about it, was Transcendence. 
What a dis what a crappy movie that was. Did yeah. you see it with the I Johnny Depp? I wanted to. It looked good. Sucked. Because it was based on kind of like the uh, what's his face, the guy uh, Kurzweil, Ray Kurzweil's yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, but it, was, it turned out not stupid good. and and really bad. Oh, no. I, I hate where they went with it. You know what movie you liked? I think that I, I after I watched it, I went, come on, was uh, Divergent. I love I love Divergent. I I, I've seen it several times. I like Divergent I, a lot. Wow. I, I watched that. And I, just, I like it. Eh. It's a good movie. Um, uh, but here's some of the. Uh, this was from uh, Microsoft MSN.com. Some and I didn't write them all down, but they had the 25 worst movies of the year from some film critic. And at the top of their list was Exodus. And wow. I agree with that. It was really, really awful. Didn't see it. Um, Glenn says, I mean, was it well made? Was it well done? I, I guess, kind of, but based on what I hoped for and what the Bible says and what that turned out to be, just atrociously bad. Mm -hmm. So I agree with that. They also had Transcendence in there, but they had Winter's Tale in there. Which is a, a Glenn yeah. favorite. I, I actually liked Winter's I Tale. I liked that movie. Did you? I, I did not like yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked the story behind it. I, I, and, it, you know, there are parts of that were really well done. I mean, I think the director did a good job with it, but it just wasn't. I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, so that, was, that would probably, if, if you're thinking theater-wise, that's probably one of the ones I would point out. Winter's Tale? Yeah. It's not, a, not, a, not my, I know, I, I like the story behind it, but it mm, just didn't work for me. They all also list uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I did not see, mm -hmm. but I can imagine that was bad. A Million Ways to Die in the West, I didn't see, but I heard it was atrocious. I saw part of that uh, uh, over vacation, actually. Uh -huh. um, and, it, it, you know... It's on demand now. It had a lot of, it had a lot of funny parts, but it, it, it wasn't a good movie, per se. You I'm know sure. what I mean? It just, it, just, it just had funny parts. I yeah. mean, they, you know, Seth MacFarlane's funny. Uh, Charlize Theron is in it. She's pretty funny in it. Uh, and she always, of course, looks very nice. Uh, the other uh, Amanda Seyfried is in it as mm -hmm. well, and she mm -hmm. always looks very nice as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so there it was, a, you know, it had its moments, but I would not say it was a great film. Okay, how about uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction? Jeffy? Anybody see that? Jeffy, I, oh, I know, I absolutely saw that. My see son's that seen it about eighteen thousand times already. And is I liked it, it. I mean, it was another. First of all, would you call it one of the worst movies of the year? Apparently not, right? No, I mean it's a Transformers movie. Yeah. So you know what you're going into when you get it. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, Michael Bay, that's another Michael Bay production, man. That's yeah, a bunch really of explosions, good. lots of action. I think yeah. Michael Bay has stumbled in his filmmaking capabilities lately. I, he's just not the filmmaker he once was. Yeah, he's making a lot of money. Uh, yes, uh, he is. The uh, <laughs> yes, number five movie of the year was Transformers Age of Extinction, $245 million. Um, someone, I, someone had a really funny review. Is that, that domestic? That I can't. That yeah. I, yeah, the domestic. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's he, domestic. Yeah. It, worldwide, it made a lot more than that. Someone had a funny review of that movie, which was basically like you just if you walked outside and someone threw a bunch of lawnmower parts at you, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I was like, that feels like I would feel that way. That's, that's a funny that's description. Funny. Yeah, that is a funny so. description. Uh, another one they put on the worst of, of the year that I didn't think it was really bad was Spider-Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, I didn't, which was okay to me. Um, but the biggest movies of the year, which you just brought up, Guardians of the Galaxy turned out to be the biggest domestically. Number one. Yeah. $332 million. I uh, liked that. I, I liked it, it a lot. did see it in the theater and did, did not expect to like it, but was talked into yeah. it. because, And I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Hunger Games, Mockingjay, just saw I, that recently. That was good. Still haven't seen that yet. Number but two, Captain America, Winter Soldier, which I liked not as much as Glenn did, but I liked it. I didn't see that. Uh, the Lego Movie. Uh, I was, like the Lego it was movie. Good. I did too. I, it was, it was good. Was, for what it was, I thought it was really good. And as you mentioned, Transformers was number five. Maleficent, I hated. That was a number did six you? movie of the year, 241. I didn't think it was as good as... Glenn hated. thought it was great. And I, I didn't think it was sucked. as good as that. I don't think Glenn liked it. 
Are you uh, sure Glenn liked it? Okay. We're going to have to look into that because I hated that movie. X-Men, Days of Future Past. Yeah, it was okay. It was pretty oh. good. That's kind of those X-Men. The X-Men movie is kind of like the Transformers. You know what you're, you know what you're going to get. You're going into it. Definitely. These are all movies I just skipped, though. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, $208 million. Did not like it at all. I, I, I saw actually that. enjoyed that. I saw it too, and I, I didn't I really like it, like it either. I, I liked the first one. The second, it was okay. The first one was good, but this this one I was only just setting up for the next one. Yeah, I definitely felt it this felt was, like that. Yeah, this was just setting mm -hmm. up for the next one. I didn't think it was that good. I'll, I'm with you on that. Then you had Beer, Big Hero Six, the number nine movie of the year, and probably still climbing because. Yeah. Uh, but I I haven't seen that. And then The Hobbit at number ten, The Battle of the Five Armies, which is still growing, but 207 million to be the tenth biggest of the year. Followed by Amazing Spider-Man, Godzilla. Godzilla, I, I liked. liked it. I liked yeah, it. It was okay. Yeah, Bryan Cranston. I, yeah. I, anything he's in, I like. Yeah, just, I love him. 22 Jump Street. Uh, I really want to see that. I, I will say, I thought 21 Jump Street was the dumbest idea to ever do in a movie. Mm -hmm. And eventually wound up seeing it uh, you know, uh, on demand this year. And actually thought it was really funny. I thought that was really good. So I, I'll go see 22, 22 Jump Street. Then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at number 14. And Interstellar. Which was one of my favorite movies of the year, uh, number fifteen. Uh, so how long? How long does your list go down? Because I'm looking at what I've it seen. It goes here. all the way down to twenty. So, so I saw. Uh, so you got How, how to Train Your Dragon. Yep. Uh, Gone Girl. That, that one good. I did see. Did not see it. Divergent. Uh, Loved and it. Neighbors. I did see that was Seth Rogen. It was, just, was, it, was it good? Okay. It was okay. Okay. It, again, Seth Rogen. Now with the interview, which I saw over vacation, uh, th th those two movies in a row, both of them have not like he hasn't like nailed it. And he's a funny guy, and a lot of his stuff I've really liked, and I've been excited about, you know, especially um, uh, Neighbors. I was very excited about it. It was a really funny premise, and it was okay. But, it, like, I don't know. There's something missing. I don't, I don't know. Still made $150 million. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, pretty good. Looking at other ones I've, I've seen here, Lucy I saw, which was number 22. What would you think of the that? List. I liked it. It yeah. wasn't great, but I liked it. Um, but, man, there's a lot here. Noah came in at number 27, by the way. $101 so million. That tank like that. That's yeah. so great. Um, let's see. Heaven is for real, ninety-one million. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, a hundred million, and that was better than that. That should have been better than yes. Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. I like, yeah, and uh, I just rented it again because uh, you know I was thinking, yeah, I think I like that. Yeah. Let's, I know. let's watch it again on demand. And, and you it's good. It? Yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. Dumb and Dumber Two. They renamed it though for some reason. Yeah. It's live die repeat. Live die repeat yeah. now. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Really weird. Yeah. In the middle, they did it. Um, Purge Anarchy made seventy-one million dollars. I, I did see that. That was pretty good. Was Exodus it, Gods. It, I, I, I keep liked it. going to watch that, and I can't bring myself to watch it yet. I actually liked it more than the, first, the first Purge, uh, okay. which was which was good too. I liked them it was both. Pretty um, yeah, They're it's a cool premise. Good. I think I, I like them both. Yeah. Um, um, Purge uh, Anarchy, and then I, I thought this was uh, Exodus God, Gods and Kings. You know that's only made sixty-one million, million so far. Yeah, that's what I was going into. Yeah, it's almost amazing. dead. It's it's now at the point where it's making a million or two a week or whatever, maybe four million. But it cost a hundred and forty or a hundred and sixty yeah. million to make. Um, and look at look at how amazing this is. One. So this shows you this is the power of letting down your biblical audience. You know, you can dump mm -hmm. two hundred million dollars in. You can put all these big name actors in. But uh, sixty one million dollars for Exodus Gods and Kings. Heaven is for real. Ninety one million dollars. Oh my gosh. Now that's Greg Kinnear. That's amazing. And right. not no much special else. effects. Probably no cost special almost effects. Nothing to make. Just a bunch of heart and a great story about yeah. inspiration and faith. Yeah. And you get really ninety-one million movie. out of that with no budget. 
Really good. Or movie. you could spend $200 million, lots of explosions, lots of walls of water, and get nothing if you don't tell the story. Right. The other God-centered movie that I actually didn't like because I thought it was way too heavy-handed and, and stereotypical of uh, yeah. people who are not religious was um, God's Not God's Dead. God's Not Dead, which, which it, made it, a ton of money. cost a dollar ninety-five to make or it something. It did. $1.95, and it made 61 61 right? The same as Gods and Kings, yeah. basically, within <laughs> a couple hundred amazing. thousand dollars. Um, it's about, amazing. What about The Good Lie? Is that on there? Oh, yeah, right? that didn't make a lot of money. No, that didn't do anything. That made almost nothing, um, yeah, some, even though that was a great movie. It doesn't yeah. appear to be in the top 100. Great movie. Wow. Um, yeah. It seems like I saw that uh, on a list somewhere of how much it made. I think it was only around three or four million. Wow. Total. Yeah, it did not that was, do well. Was that Reese Witherspoon or something? Yes. Yeah. Didn't do well. And now she's in another kind of off-kilter, yeah, off-beat. Where she's uh, she takes a walk or the something. World, you know? Yeah, my wild. wife saw it. Wild, yeah. She said she, like it? she said it's it was really good. Um, however, she can't understand how anyone would want to do it. Which is she, I guess, had some problem with tragedy or something. Yeah. And then took a long walk up like the, the west coast, and it took her like months yeah. or something. And it's like, the I'm, forest again, gump, the I want to be in the run. I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, by the way, good lie, $2.7 million. 2.7. Wow. Even worse than I said. Yeah. And American Sniper, $2.3 million. It's only been out in four theaters. It's only in four theaters right now. It's on four theaters? Yeah, it's already made $2.3 million. Oh, that's wow. going to be huge when it comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. it comes out again uh, a week from Friday, I think. Yeah. Go see yep. this movie. It, Chris, the story of Chris Kyle, if you don't know, it's fantastic. It's done really well. It honors uh, his memory really well. And, man, they do a good job. You forget, Bradley Cooper is really good. I mean, he is I like one of the him. best actors around. I right really now. like him. And he's funny, he's such a strange career path, and like he's kind of known for like The Hangover. But the guy is fantastic. He's so good in this movie. You forget you're watching him. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I was just, I, it just felt like it was Chris Kyle to me. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, just one of the great uh, military stories of all time. And, and it's told very well by Clint Eastwood, as yeah. you'd expect. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents too coming up. Well, I mean, we're on a break. I mean, people on the feed have asked me mm-hmm. to give you the list of my best movies. Have they? Oh, the so okay. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait about five time seconds. Sorry, we're all wait, break. Wait for we five start. seconds and then start. All right, because we've got the one that four, my favorite. Three, three, two, favorite. Two, one, yeah, tell us what one. All right, this is helpful because it's the new year. Some of us have decided or made a resolution. You want to lose a little weight. <laughs> oh, let's be honest, all of us have. All of us have. All of us We've got to lose a little weight. You know why? Capitalism. It's capitalism's fault. Yeah. Too many great choices. I told you it yesterday. It used to be people were wondering, okay, how am I going to put food in my stomach today? Yeah. yeah, and now this capitalism comes along, and we all have too much food to eat, and we all look like, like this. Like uh, this guy. Look at that. Mm. Look at him. Mm-hmm. This guy look right that. here. Look at that guy. It's a handsome devil right there. That's that's what Jeffy logged for an after photo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Capitalism, by the way, has brought us uh, Captain Crunch sprinkled donuts. Oh, we got to try that. Uh, When are we taste testing that, Natasha? Is that happening this week? I hope it's got to be like. You you couldn't find them yesterday. Okay. What? Well, I mean, that's that's oh, a travesty. Yeah, that wasn't the answer to the question. No, right. it's the point like, is, what are we answer to the question. It's not, we're not, it's not really a scheduling question. Like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? It's when, when? are we eating these things? Not mm. how will you come mm. about them? Because we don't care about that process. <laughs> Just get them here. I actually have them at home. I can bring in. Uh, 
Holy crap. You mean you're holding out? Well, I want the box for myself. I don't want to give any to you. It's quite a sacrifice. <laughs> right? To do like, that. right? I don't want I you guys to eat them on me. I, want, I know. Especially if they can't be found in other locations. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm terrified. Well, They're really freaking I mean, they must I be somewhere them. in the DFW area because you have them. Yes. I will right? say, typically, Walmart has the best products. Walmart mm -hmm. is yeah. the place you can go because, I, I don't know, they always say, well, they pressure their suppliers and they make them give them these exclusives. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, but they also have a lot of variety, so they affect a lot of different businesses because they sell things cheaply. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they have way too many things there. And I will say this, that they, they get lower prices for their suppliers so they keep passing those savings on to their customers. Good. <laughs> I, I hate I, those guys. I, again, I, I, I heard someone over vacation do the typical thing, like, I was in a Walmart. Look mm. at this. It's disgusting. And, you know, there's some overweight guy in sweatpants walking by, and it's like all the fluorescent mm -hmm. lights, and it's white everywhere, and it looks very... Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I look at that photo as the exact opposite. Here is an amazing system that has brought every product you could ever want in your entire life into one room <laughs> and 50 varieties of all of it granted and it's, it's a cheap. big room it's a damn big room <laughs> but that's great so? i mean and one of the things i, I found it. walking through there oh, last time was captain crunch uh, uh sprinkled donut cereal mm -hmm. and i wanted it and i bought it and it was a huge box and i'm about halfway through with it and i'll mm -hmm. bring some in if you guys yeah, really want a secret, me really, secret really to those big to. stars like that uh -huh. yeah they don't make you prove your handicap to ride those carts. <laughs> okay. I, I want to do the job. Jeff Fisher <laughs> uh, important <laughs> advice book. You know, like things like that. Jeffy has a lot of those tricks. He does. He really <laughs> he does. It's like this isn't something he just he thought of as a joke no, to play right. his part because he's done it. He's actually done it. How many times have you been on one of those me uh, mechanical carts riding around a Walmart? In the last year. <laughs> You really are this awful. You really are this awful. That's great. It's so good. He's so good at playing that role because he yeah. is that role. I have a family member now who has this issue with Walmart. Um, oh, no. And we, I, I had this argument with him a while, like a year ago or something, and I'm like, it's capitalism. Okay, it's capitalism. It's so frustrating. Well, but they don't pay their employees enough. They don't yeah. actually so, okay. pay them fine. They pay them fine, first mm -hmm. of all, for the most part. But Walmart is not a destination where you go and you say, you know what, growing up, I want to have a career at Walmart. Agreed. You I, could. I'm, you could. Mm -hmm. And you could. some people do. I mean, there's a few who do, go through yes. the ranks. Oh, yeah. They become a store manager. They then promote maybe, a lot from yes, they, do. They, do. they do. And they do. And maybe you can become district manager and then, you know, whatever. And eventually you're making some real money. But Walmart generally, for most people, I think is, is a, it's a stop along the way yes. of your journey. Mm -hmm. or if it's you not need... meant to be ExxonMobil CEO <laughs> no, salary it sale. Not. No, it's not it meant not. to be that. So you know that going in. So first of all, if you're looking for that, you might want to apply elsewhere. Okay. But the other thing is they start paying the employees more. Then the product price goes Wait, up. What? The groceries or the lawnmower or whatever else they sell at Walmart, the price is going to go up a little bit. Now you're hurting whom? Uh, the poor. Right. Who can find good prices 
at Walmart. On decent products. Yeah. On decent products. The same product you're going to find elsewhere, like at Best Buy even. Yeah. You can go in and buy the exact same TV that you can get at Best Buy or, or some other electronic <laughs> store for a lot less. I bought my last TV at Walmart when we walked in, moved it into our house. Uh, we needed, you know, I wanted to get a TV for my bedroom. Uh, yeah. Went in there, got a TV. Cheap, a few hundred bucks. Nice and it's you know they they do a good job they and, do. And, and and I love the ex the, the exclusive thing like you need to go to Walmart because they actually yeah. will have products they don't carry in other stores because Captain Crunch has a variety. I don't know if Captain Crunch is one of these but I've I've seen it many times well they'll just give them a special flavor that they carry only at Walmart and I love that well, they do that with a lot of other products yeah. I mean it's it's pretty good that's all yeah, yeah it's it's very solid I, I, I'm I, proud when I see a Walmart honestly when I walk into it I have a I I, I swell with pride I mean, I'm swelling because I'm also eating the, the donuts, but <laughs> I, I swell with pride because it's like, think of what has happened to make this possible. You have a, every product you could ever want that has somehow been manufactured in some freaking factory somewhere <laughs> and has been shipped across the country and to sit here for a dollar twelve that I can pick up and bring home and enjoy any variety of almost anything and you can I argue want. With, it's an amazing thing. You can argue it's with amazing. relatives until, until you know, everybody's face is blue and you're still not going to win that. No. Except that look at the sizes of the Walmarts. Uh, you know, they're called super centers yeah. because yeah. the stores that are real little that have exclusive items, mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of people going there. Yes. <laughs> they, that's and the if point. they did, they would make them bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing, too, is... That they say, well, you're pushing the smaller stores out of business. That's the other big I knock know. on Walmart. It's competition. Well, it's competition. You want to kill competition? Yeah. You're not a capitalist then. Yeah. Okay. You should you should be a real fan of socialism or communism at that I point. Know. I know that's kind of Glenn's thing. We've talked about it. You know, Stu and I have talked about it too, uh, with uh, you know the downtowns and the diversity and yeah. the different restaurants and stuff. But I mean, you know why? what? When I'm going through Tulsa. I want to know that the Outback or the Carabas, I, I know that that's going to sure, be you know good. I want Carabas yeah, there. It's going to be do. good. They do. That's and the thing. You get it, it's it's a little bit more reliable. You might get the greatest yes, you meal you ever have in your entire life from you a might. mom and pop shop. You also might get crap. And I'll tell you this: Walmart's not pushing the mom and pop place that's terrific out of business. No. If it's you the crap if a Walmart comes into your neighborhood or your city or your subdivision or what or not subdivision but your suburb. And they open up this massive superstore, and you sell some of the same products. You need to specialize. You might need to adjust. But there are ways to do battle and survive, and, and businesses do it every day. Yeah, so. and, and, and our country does not owe anything to an individual business owner who happened to be there first. That's not how our system works. No, right. It, you have to do it better. People <laughs> yeah, will, right. if, if you do it better, people will come to you. I mean, and, and you say yeah. like, okay, well, yeah, but they're just, it's all trash. What about the people who want to have, you know, custom products? They want to have uh, high-end products. They want to have, uh, you know, mm -hmm. 55 flavors of hummus that are organic and <laughs> you know, all that stuff. You know what? Go down the road to Whole Foods. Go find a Trader Joe's, which is much smaller than any Walmart you're ever going to find. And you'll get all that crap well. there. And they'll right. do great. That's right. Uh, it, it's, it, you know who started all this? You've got mail. You've got freaking mail. Yeah, started yeah. this process with the Tom Hanks movie because he ran the big book superstore, yeah, which Fox is now Books. out of business, by the way. Yeah, of course. Uh, but it ran the little shop around the little bookstore around yeah. the corner oh, out right. of business. Yep. Oh, no, no, she didn't have to go out of business. She specialized in certain things. She had. She was a terrible business person. She was an awful business person. <laughs> but she had a really cool little little yeah. place where she she. Uh, Held little things for some of the special customers and the kids, and they did reading things. And the big, the big box store is not doing that. 
So if you specialized and you kept doing that and you you carve out a niche, you'd probably survive. Yeah, it's it's a weird approach too from the left because it's like what you're saying here is like um, you know who's evil in this transaction? You have a big fox, evil fox books, and then you have shop around the corner, and everyone that needs to go buy a book for some reason goes to Fox Books. Is Fox Books evil, or are the people not choosing your store <laughs> yeah. evil? Yeah, that's another point. It's, it's the it's the customers who are saying screw you. You you're gave prime. them a choice. Yeah, is that what we want right. as Americans? We you want, want choice. choice? And and supposedly liberals are all about yeah. a person's right yeah. to choose. But apparently not when they don't choose the right thing. And that's the truth about yep. liberals. It's the truth about progressives and it has been for decades. This is this is what they want. They want you to choose. They want you to be they want to have an open racial discussion unless you say something mildly in disagreement with their opinion on that racial discussion. <laughs> then they have to shut you then down because there's need no to be place for that in society. They want more choices. Everyone needs to have a free speech. Everyone needs to be able to take on the president. Mm-hmm. It's the most patriotic thing in the world until their president is president. <laughs> yep. It's it's, it's Infuriating, yep. but it, it has nothing to do with open minds. It has to do with you know them That's trying to get sure. everybody in line. We didn't do any of that. All right, we didn't do any of this, but we will. We'll get to it coming up here in a second. It's uh, <laughs> incredible, incredible diet tips that you're going to want. You are going to want to hear this. It's pretty funny coming up. Come it's on, not Captain Crunch. It, well, it's, it's the old. It's actually Crunch Berries because they're berries. They're actually. <laughs> uh, you're eating something fruit. really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, like strawberries. Yeah, blueberries. Some diet advice. Right. Uh, yes, this please. Is, uh, from eh, a little while ago, this, this is a pretty simple to lose. They didn't exactly have everything together yet. Uh, I must uh, say well, at this point, Jeffy. Oh, I don't know. Let's not be harsh. Okay. Let's not be judgmental. Mm-hmm. Let's go over some of these uh, popular diet tips from a hundred years ago, and and perhaps uh, you know judge for yourself. Um, there was a uh, there's a little thing. Uh, are you fat, Mrs. Annette Kellerman, in her 1918 book Physical Beauty: How to Keep It? devised a number of tests to reveal your condition. Okay. So first of all, it's important to go get naked somewhere. Not you, Jeffy. We're not going to do that. Not you, Jeffy. And we don't want you to. Don't do it, Jeffy. Uh, I mean, it's for the show. Stop, Jeffy, stop. Uh, But here are a few tests to determine how much of you is real woman. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I guess this is for women, and how much is just plain fat. In the first place, stand before your mirror naked, look yourself over, then bend over in, in various positions. If there's unsightly wrinkles and rolls of loose flesh, <laughs> y- you want to, uh, you know, take note of that. You then might you, be a fatty. It's like you, a Jeff might Fox be a fatty. Fatty approach to diet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then you lie down on a bed or couch on your back and with your free hand grasp the loose skin and flesh that lies above these muscles. If you're too fat, there will be big rolls of loose flesh uh, above the tightened muscles. I will say, if that would just seem <laughs> I don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah you know. You, you know. know, but that, it will pretty much tell you if you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why we're bashing that advice. It seems pretty good. Was it, yeah, that is K, a good... was it Special K commercials that used to say if you can pinch an inch? Oh, yeah. yeah. Then you're too fat. Uh, so, I mean, an inch... I mean, I, I pinch by the foot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not pinching when you're using two hands. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, napping makes you stupid and fat was another oh, piece boy. of advice. Uh, how many naps you taking today there, Jeffy? 
I'm sorry, what? Uh, uh, Five? <laughs> napping for uh, uh, about for mere napping about for those who already have too much rest and luxury is suicidal to both mind and body. Oversleeping at any time makes one stupid and lodgy. <laughs> yes, fat. Well if she done. cannot keep up all that gratifies her palate but produces flesh, exchange her soft and downy bed for a harder one and reduce that's, her sleep by two or three hours that's daily. Good advice. That's, that's a good, that that is, pretty good advice. That is good advice. And I will say, if you sleep longer than you, if you're in bed all day, you're probably going to get fat. I mean, again, yeah. I think this works. Uh, here's one of my favorites, though. Uh, there was once a very pervasive belief that water was fattening. Water? Really? Oh, wow. Uh, the science behind it seems to be have something to do with water interfering with gastric juice. If the gastric juice is allowed to attack solid food unimpeded, then uh, something happens. Uh, they weren't sure what, but weight loss <laughs> could uh, weight loss could occur. Uh, this was this theory was put forth by Thomas King Chambers in 1852 in his essay "Corpulence or Excess of Fat During Pregnancy." He extrapolated his theory that pregnant women should be denied water to all those who are too stout. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, man. How about the internal fat busted engine? Okay. Uh, oxygen destroys or burns out carbon, and carbon is fat. The more exercise and fresh air, the more oxygen and consequently destruction of fat by the one healthy means of remedying obesity. I will say again. Yeah, that's what, you, that's true. I mean, fresh air doesn't have much to do with weight, but exercise certainly does. Again, I think that's kind of okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'd call it the fat busted engine, but I kind of like it. It's kind of uh, a cool name. Then the uh, last thing is the porpoise is not a slender a animal. Uh, banish all thoughts of going back to bed. Instead, begin your rolling. No mystery about rolling. Simply what the name indicates. You get down on the floor and you go roll over <laughs> and over swiftly. <laughs> Not slowly, like a porpoise rolls, but fast. The porpoise, uh, you'll observe, is not slender, it's fat. So roll over like a puppy, tingling with the joy of life, like it rolls in the dust at play. Roll quickly, make at least 80 revolutions before stopping. Jeffy, start. Yeah, no. Let's I see that. that. Do that. Show us how you would roll 80 you do times. That. You do that if you were going to get out of bed. I'm already in bed. You are the worst broadcaster <laughs> in the history of the world. I mean, no legitimate network would hire this person. No, it it's makes. True. I mean, it, it's, it, it's probably kept us. Uh, what are we in? I, I don't know how many homes now. We're on a hundred cable systems. We'd be on four hundred if it weren't for you. You have to believe really? a lot of executives see yeah. this thing and they're like, "Wow, Glenn like Beck's doing a show that patents too. Oh, they're hilarious. They have wonderful worlds. Do great data. This is fantastic. Oh my gosh, li who is that?" <laughs> and they stop and they see you and they say, "No thanks." Okay. Yeah. Really? They say, no thanks. Really? You're holding us back, Jeff. That hurts. Big time. Just like your family, you're the holding truth back. Truth does sometimes. The truth does. Your your friends. You know. So. You're, you're I never said once you needed to hold my feet to the fire. You need to <laughs> come <laughs> rescue me. I don't mean to. Never, All right. No, you're right. You're right. To Tomorrow, uh, we are going to uh, bring to you the, some things that turned 30 in uh, 2015. So this year that we're currently in. Ooh, 30 seems so old. Things like Back to the Future. And we'll investigate uh, things they predicted and stuff. Ooh. Yeah, it'll be fun.